Before we begin the podcast this week, I wanted to speak on behalf of all of us here at Three Count Life and say it's been a rough week in the wrestling world. Our hearts are with everyone speaking out and sharing their stories. For this episode of Three Count Life, episode five, I'm going to start to show off a little differently given everything that's going on. Um, let's backtrack to last week. I think toward the end of last week's episode, Chris was saying how he liked peanut butter on his burger and haven't forgotten about it. <laughs> and I need to know more about how this is even a thing. So please explain more about this uh, weird thing. It's not much to explain. It's it's a it's there's a, a few places around where I live. They just serve burgers, and they they slather on peanut butter onto the burger and put some bacon on it. And, I mean, it's just deliciousness, pure glory. And you... That's, that's it. There's no cheese. There's no, it's no, no toppings. It's, it's just peanut butter, bacon, meat, bun. And you like it. Hell yeah, I do. Uh, okay. You've never tried it, so how can you knock it? I don't know if I could try peanut butter on a burger, Kyle. What I can say is this, is peanut butter is incredibly versatile. And when you put peanut butter on something warm and it kind of melts, tell me if I'm wrong, Chris, it becomes mm. totally different than... Mm. How you how you know it on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, for example? Praise Jesus! Yes. It becomes it becomes a totally different thing. Now I haven't had it on a burger. I have had it on chicken sandwiches. Oh wow! But I would assume, yeah, it's pretty cool. I would assume it's a similar like the the peanut butter like it's almost like you know Maria. I don't know if you're familiar. Like if it gets really warm, it it almost becomes liquidy. So it's almost Not, like a kind of kind of kind of yeah it's, like it's like you don't think you you normally think you know peanut butter you know they have the chunky peanut butter but then they have the smooth peanut butter and you think the peanut you know the, the smooth peanut butter is really smooth you don't know what smooth peanut butter is until you actually had it like heated up and wrapped around meat and going into the pores of the actual burger okay this is a different level of smoothness and just peanut butter all up in your mouth. Ugh. I I like peanut butter. I I don't know if I could do it on burgers. I don't know. That's you can try. You can try for me. Don't even know if I want to try. I think I'll try the pineapple on pizza first. Oh wow. God! Wow. Okay. No, the the peanut butter on a burger is so pineapple on pizza is just hideous. I feel like I'm the minority in this entire group for every food topic we're going to discuss because I like pineapple. No, pizza. I'm down with the uh, the peanut butter on a burger. I said on a chicken sandwich, it's really good. It so was it like a grilled chicken sandwich. Oh, God. Yeah, my, mine was grilled, but they do it on crispy as well, like a fried. Mm. Um, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's Cincinnati. Cincinnati doesn't know what the hell its identity wants to be. So it's a plethora of weird food stuff. Okay. I mean, we have grease (laughs) trucks, you know, like. Let me throw something at you. Let me throw something at you. Have Mm -hmm. you ever had fried Oreos before? Yes. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, okay. I, I didn't walk. know that was a thing up there, up, up north. So okay. They fry everything here. Fried pickles yes. are great. We are not what we call thin. <laughs> <laughs> Deep fried okay. Twinkies, Snickers, ice cream. It's all good. Okay, cool. Well, at least there's that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm actually down for the. I'm gonna try a peanut butter burger as soon as possible. I don't know if there's anywhere would, around me that would even sell peanut butter on a burger, but I could. I mean, there could be. I bet I would it would try, be delicious would, on a toasted do pretzel bun. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mine was on a sourdough, sourdough bun. But I would, I would probably do it homemade if you can't find, like, if you can't find like some, you know, hole in the wall mon Paul kind of place that can do it really good i would i would probably just recommend trying it in home see if you can do it a hole in the wall what just some just some you know like not not a not a uh, franchise Ma not and a... Pa? yeah did you you made fun of me for saying coffee Ma you're saying it like a ma and pa shop type coffee. thing yeah okay I'm like just, just a, you know a, a smaller type of business <laughs> it's local yeah i understand it was just the way you said it okay. you should make fun of my coffee coffee <laughs> okay any other weird foods that y'all want to rag me for is there any weird foods that you eat that you want to tell us about uh, you're in louisiana right they they kind yeah. of do have different different kind of food than we would eat up here well at least in jersey right i mean oh uh, yeah maybe they you have guys, it here but it's definitely probably not even close to what you it's guys like ever to... ate you guys ever ate frog legs before well we don't i don't eat them but they sell it they sell it there okay yes only because my that. parents told me they were chicken when i was a kid <laughs> it tastes very similar. Learned, yeah and then when i learned i never ate them again mm. What about alligator? Alligator is no. remarkable. You got to cook it right, but it's it's amazing when it's cooked it's right. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I've had uh, I've had rabbit. I've had deer. Uh, I don't know. Not that many. There's not that many crazy Cajun type of dishes over here. I guess. It sounds like they sell them up north too. Yeah, but it's probably not as good, honestly. Alligator, though. No, I guarantee you, it's not as good. Alligator is really good. Jesus. I like to eat, but I like to eat, you know, hamburgers, hot dogs, pizza, chicken. I'm gonna tell you, not Maria, this from, weird shit. Not no, from from shit. what I know about you, I I, I think. I feel pretty confident saying I think you would enjoy alligator. I will like, not. Like Chris said, it's got to be made right, but it is not like gamey at all. It's no. not. It, it tastes. It is. It, it's. It's really good. It's actually a very sought after um, meat. I mean, it, it's. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I, I can't. Like I can't. I can't. I just can't. Speaking of phenomenal. Uh oh. oh God. Let's talk about AJ. I mean, I think getting everyone was kind of like, well, is the Undertaker really retired? And 
I think getting up on Madison Square Garden's, um, I don't know what you would call it, their board, uh, is pretty epic and pretty much determining a retirement because not a lot of people are going to get that and Undertaker got that. Did you see it on Madison Square Garden? Yeah, pretty incredible. Yeah. So I'm going to bet that he is definitely uh, retired and AJ Styles retired him, which is a huge accomplishment for someone who's only been in WWE for a couple years, I think. Um, he wouldn't have been my personal for, first choice to retire him. I would rather have seen maybe Triple H do it uh, just because of like history, but there's no denying that AJ Styles is one of, if not the best in the business. So currently, so I, mean, it, I, I wish, fits. I wish the Undertaker would have gotten a chance to retire on his own terms. I feel like, you know, his, his entrance is just an awe inspiring type of entrance and it requires demands attention from the crowd. And there's, when there's no crowd, it takes away from it for me. You know, I want to have that last, you know, when, when he took, when he took his hat and his coat off and everything and left it in the ring, that was such an emotional moment. I want the, I wanted to, you know, have the real finished product, you know, the, the last, the last moment of his career actually documented in front of a huge stadium, say SummerSlam this year or whatever, if, if that, if that can even happen, I feel like COVID, kind of prohibited that from mm-hmm. happening. Now, granted, his match with AJ, the Boneyard match, was really good. It was very good. Um, I just don't, my personal opinion, I just don't see it as, you know, a good career-ending match for him, considering what he's accomplished over the past, what, 30 years and what he's done, and and to not have that, to not have that moment with, the people that have been supporting him for all this time in a huge stadium that, you know, he can fill up is just kind of disappointing in my eyes, but I, I do, I do enjoy, I did enjoy the boneyard match. I do think it's, it's, it was a great match. I'm not going to put it down by any means, but that's just my thoughts on it. No, you definitely make a good point. Um, I feel the same way. He should have, I re- I mean, we, we kind of, speculated at the time that maybe he retired when he left everything in the ring uh but he didn't um there could have been you know it is 2020 uh so there could have been plans for him to you know have retired and you know like you said the covid changed the whole landscape of wrestlemania anyway so i mean who knows it it should have been done differently but due to circumstance it wasn't done the way it should have been done it i mean it's 2020 we we've all gotten fucked so (laughs) why not fuck over one of the greatest wrestlers for from that i can remember from when i started watching you know I don't know if Kyle wants to speak on the Undertaker's retirement or not. No, I think you guys hit it that on. I, I don't think he's gone. 
Um, you don't think you retired? You don't think this is the retirement? No, I, I mean, I think it'll be a while, but I think I think he will make some sort of an appearance again at some point. I mean, I could be wrong, I think, but I think he would. I think he would make a a great uh, podcast to go over his like to actually you know have his own podcast, kind of like Stone Cold, and just go over the history of everything in detail because you know he was very secretive for decades about his character, the behind the scenes stuff. And he has come out in the past few years stating certain things, but just to have his own podcast where he could tell his own story from his perspective um, on a weekly or, you know, whatever episodic basis would be, would be a route I hope he takes, but that's up to him. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, there's not much more to say on that. It's, I personally hope that he's done wrestling in ring. If he comes back in some other aspect or area, I'm fine with that. Um, but that's just going to roll me into tonight. I did something completely different, too. And I watched NXT. <laughs> and I think Kyle did, too. Um, and I'll just highlight the last match. For the North American title, um, which Keith Lee has, and in the match was Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, and Keith Lee, and Keith Lee won. Good match, solid match. Uh, Johnny Gargano is a phenomenal wrestler, and I don't mean to take that term away from AJ Styles, but he's really good. I mean, I've seen him a couple times live, too. He's just fascinates me like that he's so good and um not take away from anybody else in the match because I've always been a Finn Balor fan um they were all good but I was I'm just always impressed when Johnny Gargano's in the ring and yeah. does anybody else feel that I way mean, I was there I was there for I said last podcast I was there for uh NXT TakeOver New Orleans and I saw that the first match between him and Champ and uh I mean it was just to be in that crowd and to see that the pop go off when he finally submitted him, you know, like that was just incredible. But that, that whole match was incredible. And then to see the trilogy unfold after that was great. Just that's, that's when I watched NXT religiously before AEW was out and was just enthralled with it because they had the best storyline in wrestling going on at the time between him and Champa. But those were the days. Well, I have to say, there was a few matches that the people in my house that don't really watch wrestling saw takeovers, and they were, like, just blown away by them, too. They're them going against each other. But also, on another note, they were also kind of blown away by Keith Lee as a performer mm -hmm. and like on him just they don't watch wrestling consistently or some of them at all so i maybe last time they watched wrestling really was like when stone cold was wrestling but they, they were just like wow this this is the this is good this is the kind of wrestling that i would watch yeah <laughs> uh mm -hmm. as opposed to when i put monday night raw on they'd be like oh, i'm gonna go upstairs <laughs> um yeah. So I think all the NXT guys in that match specifically were good. Uh, Kyle, your yes. thoughts on NXT overall tonight? 
the wrestling was a lot of fun for the most part. Um, I really enjoyed, you know, like you said, I, I agree with both of you guys on uh, Johnny and the ring. I'm a huge, I've always been a fan of Keith Lee. I think he's, I think he's pretty damn versatile. Um, I mean, overall it was okay. I think all the wrestling shows are probably going to be weird. Um, at least this week, but, um, yeah, I mean, the highlights for me tonight from NXT was the wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't really hate any of the matches, so it was cool. It was interesting to watch because usually, you know, Wednesday is Dynamite and I watch NXT the next day, but um, it was different. So it was kind of it's kind of cool. Did you guys watch watch them both or bounce back and forth or you just stayed on NXT? I personally stayed on NXT. I recorded Same. both yep. because I knew I couldn't keep. I recorded NXT and um, AEW because I wasn't really sure which one I was going to go for, but I stayed on NXT. Yeah, same. So okay. what what are your highs and lows of AEW, Chris? Because you're the only one that watched it. <laughs> I should have taken notes. Um, I my highs and lows. I felt it was a little disjointed tonight. It was a good show. It wasn't the best show. Um, there were ups and downs. They had really good matches. I would say. Well, the 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 ending of the night tonight was it was a, a face off between Jericho and Orange Cassidy, which uh, was hilarious. I mean, Jericho cut a promo on Orange Cassidy, that was just pretty pretty damn epic. Y'all gotta go back and watch it. Um, talking about, he said, uh, he said, you know, why did the chicken cross the road? Why did the chicken cross the road? You know. When you hear that joke the first time, you think it's you think it's okay. It's like okay, that's that's a decent joke. And then he goes on to say, but the more you hear that joke, the more you get annoyed and pissed off. He's like, that's you, Orange Cassidy. You're that joke. <laughs> that's how Jericho sees Orange Cassidy, and he just he just tore him a new asshole. And he said, if you try that that light front kick to the shin bullshit on me, I'm gonna knock your teeth down your throat. <laughs> So uh, Orange Cassidy grabs the mic from Jericho and tries to retort on him, and he puts it up to his face. And then he puts the mic down, and then he proceeds to give him the light shin kicks in front of Jericho, which highly pissed Jericho off. And then they 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 blasted each other with some uh, hits on the outside. They were just tearing each other apart on the outside. Jericho ended up throwing one of the cameras like that's on the uh, on the cranes, like the end of the uh, the overhanging cameras that's on the uh, remote cranes. He threw one of the into uh, Cassidy's ear. Cassidy's ear. I, I don't know. It's it's almost as bad as Cody's face. Every time something touches Orange Cassidy's ear, it just busts open. His ear busted open again tonight, covered in blood. I mean, even worse. It looked it looked even worse than when he was bleeding from the bag of oranges. Uh, then he ended up running down the ramp and super punching Jericho through a table to end the show. Uh, that was pretty. That I, that I enjoyed that segment the most out of everything, I want to say. Um, the FTR match was pretty good. Yeah. Hikaru Shida had a little squash match. Wasn't, wasn't Actually great. Actually saw that. But it was just, yeah, it was just kind of like a setup for her and Penelope. Penelope yeah, on the outside. That. Britt Baker is just 
amazing. <laughs> just, she is the role model we all need. She is the queen of social distancing. Uh, she she was on her throne again tonight, but she was surrounded in plexiglass, and <laughs> she had a little slit with a string going through it, and the string was attached to like attached to the table that Tony Schiavone was sitting at the announcer's desk. And she would pass him notes. He would attach it to the string and slide him, <laughs> slide him notes throughout the show because she didn't want to be around anybody, but she wanted to still tell him what to say. It's fucking great. Oh man. Yeah, how was their friendship? Are they still on a friendship timeout? Well, I guess not. She's slipping him notes now, so she's. I mean, that's that's the gist of her friendship. She was telling him what to say tonight, so I guess you know. Sounds like everything's back, back to normal. Yeah. Yeah, pretty I much. I love that. Yeah, yeah Burt Baker is incredible. Yeah. Um, well, I did see, and I didn't, so I I stayed on NXT, but I did flip a little bit because sometimes those USA commercials go forever. Um, yeah, they're like seven minutes. Yeah, okay, I thought I was going crazy. <laughs> I'm like, why is it taking so long? <laughs> right. So I flipped over, and I did see a kind of setup of, and I was a little more interested in that. Uh, but I flipped back. I saw a kind of set up, and I think, Chris, you tweeted something about it. Like, they kind of had it where Cody and um, Jake Hager were having a, uh, almost like a, a what, what was like a UFC type Yeah, it was like a setup. Like yeah, like the promotions they do before a match for UFC where they have the, the two tables and the announcer in the middle uh, taking questions from, you know, reporters and such. They had that kind of UFC vibe going on tonight for their for their, I guess it was more it was more a setup for the match, but it was more of a Cody promo. It mm-hmm. was just it was a Cody promo in that format where the reporters were asking him questions. Jake Hager wasn't Jake Hager was late, had a late appearance. Um, he wasn't there in the beginning where he, when he was supposed to be there, so Cody just started taking questions from the reporters, and the reporters just you know basically just fueled his just gave him fuel for his promo that he was generally just cutting. And then Hager, after the promo, Hager showed up and they faced off. And then when they faced off, uh, they held their, you know, they held their fists up as if they were, they looked at each other like face to face as if the UFC uh, fight was about to happen the next night. Then they uh, turned to the camera and, you know, showed off their, their, raised their fists up. And then Hager proceeded to like, put his fist into Cody's face and uh, Cody was pissed off about that. But yeah, it, it just had a UFC vibe to it. In my opinion, it wasn't like, it was more of a promo than anything, but it was just a different way to go about it and made the match kind of feel more, more important, made the title a little more established with that kind of feel, you know, going into a title bout for the TNT championship, I find. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty much all that was. But yeah, it was pretty good. Okay. Um, let me think. And so they had a couple of uh, wrestlers that were supposed to actually wrestle tonight or, or be on the show tonight that couldn't because of uh, they had came in, came in contact or secondhand contact to somebody who had COVID. So uh, QT Marshall wasn't on the show tonight. Thank God. And uh, also, but John Moxley had secondhand contact with somebody. So he had contacts with somebody who had contact with somebody who now has COVID-19. So he uh, 
he opted to stay home. So instead of a face-to-face between Moxley and uh, Cage, it was just uh, Cage in action in a squash match. And then Taz did a promo after the fact. Very basic stuff. But still did its magic. It worked good, but it was just kind of, you know, there. But Well, I mean, honestly, it's going to be a little weird wrestling the next couple weeks because they a lot, apparently a lot of the talent on both shows were exposed to the COVID. Um, and actually we have now, I think it, it's Connecticut, New York, and New Jersey. If you travel back here to one of our states from a state that's highly infected, you're quarantined for two weeks. Like yeah. you're not, you're not leaving this your house <laughs> I mean like you're mm-hmm. you're not leaving your state so it's gonna get a little weird again um I don't know who lives in Connecticut New York or New Jersey from either company but I know there's a few I don't know if they're staying in Florida you know yeah I'm just I don't know what's gonna happen it's just gonna be weird and storylines are just gonna be kind of probably bland I don't know yeah, I don't I don't see a lot of continuity happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I mean just and Florida is actually one of where where both NXT and AEW are both um filming out of Florida. Right? Both of them? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. We have so, WWE, right? Isn't that where the yes. performance center is? So, I mean all of the talent and Florida is one of the highest states right now, right? Mm-hmm. With cases again? Yep. I know today, um, Louisiana reported, they well, yesterday we had 1,300 new cases. Today we had 900 new cases, but it's still now, let me, lower than yesterday. It's still higher than it has been for a long time. <clears throat> let, let me ask you, though. Are, is your state, like, where it's law that you have to wear a mask in public places like stores um not with the current like reopening phase that we're in it's not like it's based off the establishment you're in so i guess the establishment can choose whether or not you have to so some places make you some places just say it's recommended and have some in the entryways um some places it's it's just you know spoken of to you know say it's it is generally recommended but just you know bring your own it's it's a mixed bag of things that anywhere you go is different so i usually just have some in my vehicle um i just keep a box in my truck just in case you know depending upon where i'm going because you never really know their their policies could change in a heartbeat over here well what about you kyle so kind of the same um like there is no state law Regarding masks, um, the establishment can decide if they want you to have a mask on or not. Um, I know a lot of them around here do ask that you wear a mask, um, but nothing's really changed yet. The numbers have stayed kind of consistent around here. Nothing's really shot up, so I don't know. I think... um, you know, border states, obviously, are seeing big rises, places where people are vacationing. 
Um, and yeah, I saw that thing today, like you mentioned earlier about the few states that if you travel there, you are quarantined. Yep. If you travel, well, if you come in from a state that right, has from, a high yeah. rate, yeah, you're, uh, I guess yeah. you're getting in at the airport, like quarantined. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, have a great yeah. day. Yeah, you got to <laughs> sign out for your quarantine this way. I had mentioned on a previous podcast that we did that my grandpa had passed away and we had to have like a, you know, a, a funeral during this pandemic and how it was very limited and um, only 10 people could actually like go into the, the, the chapel where the wake was and everything like only 10 people could go in there at the time. And it was crazy. And my cousin currently works in Texas. And if he would have traveled from Texas to Louisiana to come to the funeral, he would have had to go back, and as soon as he crossed the state line, he would have had, to, had immediately gone home, and he would have had to stay home for 14 days. So he would have had to use all of his vacation time oh, just wow. to just to attend. He would have had to use all of his vacation time. So he ended up, and it was all you know, it was so everything was such such a time constraint. He just opted not to come because um, he didn't want to have to you know see if he could even deal with that and you know losing all his vacation time so that was just a bullshit situation to begin with but yeah that he would have had to done the same thing if he would have crossed the border i mean here you're you go into a public place you gotta wear a mask it doesn't really matter doctor's offices stores um but it's definitely helped flatten the curve a little bit the only problem is people going to the beach and stuff and gatherings um obviously is going to increase the numbers because people don't realize that you don't need to have symptoms to have the coronavirus. And if you're gathering and you don't have symptoms and you think you don't have it and you're next to my grandfather who is susceptible to it and, you know, like he he already had it. So obviously um, that's a problem in my opinion, especially knowing someone so close to me that I haven't even been able to see since April um had the coronavirus is 80 years old he kicked its its ass it doesn't you know it's good but not everyone was lucky enough to have that happen and i'm really unsure why people aren't taking it more seriously like we have good immune systems maybe but be mindful of the people that don't you don't know when you're walking into a store if you have it like and you're not symptomatic, you could still have it. Be mindful of the the elderly and the people who can get sick and die. Because honestly, if my grandfather would have died, <laughs> I, I don't know what I would have done. You know, I, I can't even think about it. It just pisses me off that I don't like wearing the masks, but I will out of respect for anyone I might come in contact with. Because just in case I have it. Yeah. I don't know where people think it's okay to be so selfish. <laughs> I really don't. Whether you agree with it or not, it's still a thing. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, well, I know you sent me a picture a while back uh, about your grandpa um, being the legend that he is. And uh, <laughs> he was he was wearing a mask even before he was a... Uh, a, a, a state law yes. to wear one, yep. wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> or should I say a, a ski yep. mask? Yep, and he wore, I'll tell you what, he, he was wearing a mask everywhere. This is 
this is the problem. He was wearing a mask everywhere he went. And yes, he did end up going to the hospital and he wore a mask in the hospital. The problem was that you could, you, when you wear the mask, you're preventing giving the coronavirus to someone else if you have it. If you're not wearing a mask and they are, they could still get it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's where the problem comes in. So, and that's how he got it. He always wore his masks everywhere and other people weren't. So when he'd come in contact with them, somebody had it and he fell victim. So he took precaution in case he had it, didn't want anybody else to get it. And what a shame that he's 80 years old and couldn't get the same respect back. And this, you're right. That was way before anybody was even up in arms about it. You're right. He was doing it before it was cool. He knew. <laughs> going into going into a bank with a ski mask on. Yeah, and he did. You're right. I mean, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious at the time, but then I'm I like, know. you know, okay, shit. He, and he still got the coronavirus, even though he was doing it way before any of us were. Yeah. It's sad. Be mindful of the people around you. Don't be so selfish. Agreed. Um, but speaking of travel bans, not a travel, it's not a travel ban, but kind of like you, if you're from anywhere else right now, you probably aren't going to come to Connecticut, New York, and New Jersey. Uh, our states are pretty much like, we don't want you. <laughs> if you come, you're stuck for two weeks. We don't want your sickness. Um, but I have to ask, has anybody traveled anywhere outside of this coronavirus? I mean, in your whole life. Mm-hmm. Tell me. I have. I've gone to over half the states. And I don't mean, like, just passing through. I've actually, like, stayed in every state. Um, but the best was going to Japan. Okay. And and why was going to Japan the best? I'm not saying that, you know, international travel isn't the best. But what what made it the best for you? Oh, and I know, I know, I know what you're saying. And I'm not going to answer that way. I'm going to answer with, I am 100% convinced I was a ninja in a past life. <laughs> okay. Um, I say that to everyone I ever meet at some point. Like I'm I'm dead serious. And honestly though, I just I really love the culture. And the thing about at the time I worked for a Japanese owned company. And even over here in the States, the workforce was like sixty percent Japanese. It was pretty cool. And I just I just like the way they do things over there and um so I weaseled my way into a trip. <laughs> uh, I was over there for two weeks, and we, we only worked for like three days. And uh, it was late September when we went, so I got to go to the uh, Formula One race at the Suzuka circuit. That was incredible. Uh, it was just – and Tokyo is badass, don't get me wrong, but there are so many places surrounding Tokyo that you don't really hear about that are just as incredible, if not even more so. Like, right, like Tokyo is like um, living in a sci-fi movie. 
and you know it's what you see in the movies and things um but there's so many other kick-ass places surrounding tokyo and the temples and things that you can go to like you know i I went to a couple temples that are literally out in the middle of like the woods and you have you have to hoof it for quite a ways and they're like active martial arts temples you know um and you can just walk right in it it was really it was it was incredible and but i really love the call i love the food i love the culture i love the way like you know kids are raised over there they don't have janitors in schools. They don't have people serving food because they rotate. You know, the students actually do that stuff. Um, so it's 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 fascinating. And, and every kid, um, I stayed with a guy. He's from Japan, and he's over here. And I traveled with him. We actually stayed at his brother's house. And his daughter was in eighth grade at the time. And, um, you know, she and all of her friends and everyone, they're in at least two extracurricular activities. It, uh, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just different, right? It's a different lifestyle, yep. Oh, it was totally cool, but I, I loved every second of it and want to go back. Um, but yeah, I've been to you know a lot of states, too. I really enjoy it. Uh, and I have been to Toronto and Montreal and Canada. Those were both for work, but it was still fun. So yeah, you know, I've, I've, been, I've been a few places, and I, I highly recommend. I mean, Canada's cool as hell, but... You know, if you can get to Japan, please do so. It's it's a badass place. Um, is that the only um, overseas place you've been to? Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, now I know you were there for work, but did you try any whiskey? <laughs> no, I did. No, I literally worked three days, and we just chilled for eleven days. Oh, why wow. Why are you asking about whiskey? Am I missing something? Because Japanese whiskey is like some of the best most flavorful whiskey you'll ever have in your life yeah, oh really they, they have like oh, sake absolutely. houses mm-hmm. too um i actually got to do a green tea ceremony like a legit green tea ceremony mm. kind of hard to explain but um it's a pretty big deal so i, I uh, google that <laughs> it would take me too like, long <laughs> it would that's right. why i'm not going to get into it. it would just take too long okay. to explain but definitely okay. google like a traditional green tea ceremony and then you'll it's like okay this is cool as hell um but yeah the the side you know i'm not a big alcoholic drinker guy but um the sake there is incredible um yeah i mean everything about it's just it's a great time what was your favorite state before chris tells us in in the country oh my favorite state so believe it or not it is um arizona well, we believe it, but why? Why is that? Because, and, and that's the thing, I don't like hot weather, right? But I just, I loved Arizona because um, it just, it has like any type of scenery you could want, right? If, if you want the the city thing, you can do the city thing. If you want to go out in the middle of nowhere, you can go out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to travel too far in any direction, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like to I get it, yeah. To, to see these because the de- you have the desert and then you have the city, right? Yeah, like, it, it's crazy. It, it's 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 a beautiful state. Like, if I could live in any state, it would definitely be Arizona for sure. And is the humidity low there? Yeah, that's like zero. That's that's where I have to live. Right, it's hot <laughs> as balls, but there's like the humidity's. I mean, it, you, well, you can literally fry an egg on the sidewalk, but it's desert heat. 
And yeah. I can do desert heat. I cannot do humidity. That's when I can't breathe. So <laughs> well, I, okay, well, never come to Louisiana because that's all we got. Yeah, Louisiana humidity. is well, it's humid here too. It's in a constant state of moisture yeah. all the time, right? It's really bad. It's really bad, <laughs> especially right now. Now that summer is like officially here, you walk outside five minutes, your clothes are just sticking to you. It is just. Well, I, I won't come in the summer, but I'm definitely hitting up New Orleans at some point in my life. You definitely don't come anytime in the next four months. <laughs> just okay, right well, now. Chris, when is Mardi Gras? Uh, Mardi Gras is uh, March. Okay, March. that's perfect then. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have any uh, extravagant stories like <laughs> Kyle has had going anywhere. I've never been out of the country. Um, I think I've only really had one big notable trip in my life. Actually, my, my dad lived in, uh, well, he, he lived in, uh, Pittsburgh. He, he lived in Pittsburgh at the time. And, uh, I went visit him and stayed a while in Pittsburgh. And then we went visit my cousin who lived in New York. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We went to New York. And then my cousin lived in Washington, D.C. We went like so we went to three different places, but I visited New York City, stayed there for about three days. I, I wish I would have been able to stay longer to actually do more because you can't you can you cannot can't go to New York City yeah. and just do things in two days, three days. It's kind of crazy. But that was fun. But I specifically remember um, the Washington, D.C. trip um, because my my cousin is actually he, he was actually um, he worked in the Pentagon at the time and we got to actually go and he gave us a private tour of the Pentagon and everything. So we got to see the underground parts of it. Um, we had to be esc- we had to be escorted by him and we had, you know, armed guards and everything. But it was pretty incredible. Yeah, but that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty fun. And it, it's crazy what they have there. Like it's a it's a full sustainable city built underground inside of that place. It is. I mean, I can't go into detail about everything that's in there, but I mean, they got their own McDonald's. They got their own Best Buy. They got their own eye eye um, vision center. They have their own everything. You know? How come I feel like I know this already? I have no idea. Did maybe I say this somebody. Already? No, maybe oh. somebody told me this before that's pretty awesome though yeah yeah he actually um uh we got to see well i got to see the um the memorial uh site with the plane the part of the part of the building of the plane hit i got to see the memorial site and all that too on part of the tour so when you were in new york did you see the um I, i don't know where they have it at the memorial for the Twin Towers? Uh, I, I I don't recall. No, I didn't get to see that. I did get to, I did take the uh, the ferry around the Statue of Liberty, though. I got to see that. That's but, fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it was such a it, we went to so many places in such a short time. I didn't get to actually like experience get the whole experience of either location. That's what sucked about it um we're just strained for time so spending a you know two days in new york two days here i really didn't get a full trip experience in in both places so i do want to go back but that's really my only 
big trip that I actually ever did, to be honest with you. My other big trips were uh, to wrestling shows in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, honestly, going to New York City is a pretty big trip for a lot of people. Yeah, it's my first and only time flying, actually. I don't know if you guys, like, fly fly frequently or not, but that was my first and only time flying. I think Kyle might, but I am not a fan of it, but I have, obviously, because I... I, I'm a a basket case on on planes. Same. (laughs) I've been to... Mexico twice. Um, well, f- we flew to Florida, and then you t- we took a cruise. And I have to say, Cayman Islands was amazing. I uh, never saw water like this before in my life. Like, you literally know when you're leaving Florida and hitting, you know, uh, the Caribbean waters. It's so beautiful. And... The Cayman Islands were just something I can't even explain. They're just different. And that was fun. I was young. This is a lot of years ago. I was maybe like 18 or 19. I went twice. Like We flew in. We flew home, I think, the night before 9-11. Which, yeah, scared the crap out of me having you know uh flown so it was a night or two I, I don't remember like I said I was like 19 um and but good times be I recommend cruise so much fun if you guys can do the Jericho cruise I recommend it this is the most fun yeah. I've had in my life yeah that you would could be awesome. do sold out anything on there anything um you know, I, you, we were in um, foreign waters, so I was able to gamble at 19. <laughs> no, nobody bothered me. It's different. Um, also different times. I didn't even need a passport back then. Um, did you in, do any, like, excursions or anything? Like, yeah, we did. We did, ex- yeah. we did excursions. Um I, at the time, I was with my boyfriend's whole entire family. When I say whole entire family, I mean all his aunts from both sides, all his uncles, all his cousins, um, rolling like 30 deep, <laughs> at hmm. least. Uh, so we did, we all like went on our own separate excursions sometimes. Um, there's not one that I did this, not scuba diving, snorkeling. That was cool. Uh, we did a lot of drinking back then. A lot. Like, Carlos and Charlie's was disgusting. If you get too drunk, which they encourage, because they throw tequila down your throat at any given moment when they feel like it, they literally, like, throw your head back and shove it down your throat. And if you have to throw up, you just throw up on the side and I I saw it I don't know if it's the same now I hope not but back then nobody gave a shit about anything you throw up on the side and they just cover it with some hay and at the end of the night somebody would just clean up and there's literal hay on the floor mm. and I remember I'm skeeved out by vomit so I remember being like oh, I'm not coming back here again ever <laughs> um <laughs> but it was fun you know I, I again I was young so I was drinking it up with everybody and um 
in the states i've been to a few states but oddly enough and i like i love new york city because i live so close like you know anywhere i stay up north jersey it has a view of the city my dad's building has a view of the city so i love the city i went there a lot i used to go to trl all the time and i was in the audience um tv i was i was i don't know if i was on tv because you know what chris back then you couldn't just DVR it, right? Yeah, true, true. So true, I true. don't know if I was. You had to put it, you had to put a VHS tape in and pray, hope to God you recorded it right. Yeah, and I did have. I was there when Mariah Carey had her meltdown publicly. Yes. It was great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I love New York City, but I did go to Houston, Texas, and. I love, love, love Texas. I love it. I was looking for a house as well. I was there. I'm oh, like, wow. I don't, I, I don't want to go home. Like we went kind of like out of the city a little bit. And um, I'm just like, we got to move here. That's it. Like, I don't, I don't want to go home. I didn't. I loved it. Every minute of it. I loved it. I, yeah, went, I didn't want to leave Japan. Yeah, I mean, I felt the same way. Like, I, I was sad going home, and I don't know why. I've been Florida, you know, um, that's the furthest west I got because I'm still scared to fly. Um, North Carolina, wherever the hell else I've been, I don't even know. But by far my favorite was Texas. Nice. Well, I, do, I do recall, I've, I've been to Tennessee um, a handful of times as well. Um, one time... Uh, let's see. I was with uh, I was with some family, and we stayed in we stayed we stayed in a log cabin for Christmas, and we were high up on a mountain. I don't know if we were over a thousand feet in the air, if not higher. I'm not sure, but um, we ended up. It was like supposed to be like a, you know a five day trip, come back on the weekend type thing, and that very christmas weekend christmas week that we stayed there uh tennessee ended up having the second um the second thickest snowfall that it ever had and it was like overnight they had i want to say it was after after all of said and done uh it ended up being about 18 inches of snow with three inches of ice underneath it Wow. And we were stuck up on that mountain <laughs> and it was like, it was like the day before we we're supposed to leave. And we're like, okay, what the hell did we do? Okay. Let's go just, you know, sled around in the snow. Cause they, they had some sleds the, in the lot, in the lodge underneath the, uh, underneath the cabin. So we're like, okay, well, let's just do that. Just slide down the roads and everything. So we ended up not having to pay for, uh, for an extra, extra days or whatever, but we ended up staying, I think another I think it was two, two and a half days before they actually could plow us out of there and get us, get us out of there. So that's crazy. Yeah, that is. And you don't really get snow where you are, do you? Absolutely not. If, if, if we do get snow, it's hitting the ground and dissipating immediately. Do and you now, do you, I always wonder this about people who, cause for the most part, it's kind of warm all year round, right? Where I'm at? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it does have some cold points, but that... Not that, to the point of snow. 
No, very seldom in my life. Like I can tell you probably four times or I actually have seen snow in Louisiana where it stayed on the ground and I'm talking for minutes at a time, like, you know, 15, 20 minute intervals of actually having snow. Um, I've only, there's only been one time that I can recall where we actually had enough to actually build a little snowman. I'm talking like six inch snowman, you know, like not even a full blown snowman. So. But do you ever feel like, you know, you're missing that part of like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I guess well, I know Kyle gets the, snow. I get snow. snow. That, all the snow that I missed I, it was received that day, that, that week that I went to Tennessee. <laughs> I, I, I had more I than know, enough after but... that. I mean, I got a beautiful, beautiful picture, beautiful scenery, you know, high up it on the is, mountain. You got well, to see the thick ass snow. But then the danger of it. Okay, now I'm on this mountain with this snow and this ice, and you know all of our vehicles are on a declined, uh, a declined car car ramp in front of the lodge, and like, how the fuck do we, you know, <laughs> keep them right. safe from sliding off the damn mountain? How do we get out of here? Well, uh, you're, we need to you're... call people to figure out what we're doing. We need to call the people that we rented from to figure out what the hell we're going to do because we've never encountered this situation before none of our vehicles had you know snow tires or, or the change you put on them or anything we didn't have shit okay so we're just freaking the fuck out <laughs> well your situation was different we where we are you know it's rare to get like two or three feet of snow but it happens uh for the most part well since i moved down south the snow is way less but um you know for us as kids that was I don't know, Kyle, if, correct me if I'm wrong, snow days were the best days. Always. Well, see, that's, that's why Arizona's, me liking that state so much is so weird, because winter is my favorite season. I love snow. Um, yeah, snow days were the bomb, because I actually prefer snow-based activities over summer activities. I don't like being yeah, hot, I mean, and I, I, I love mean, snow. Snowboarding is probably my favorite thing. And um, like I surfed I, once, and then I realized there's sharks, so I'm like, ah. <laughs> so I feel like, Chris, do you ever feel like maybe that little part of, because your situation is different. That's not a typical situation you were in with snow. Like, you know, we're on flat land here, and no, not everyone changed their tires. We just drive SUVs, so... Um, <laughs> Do you feel like maybe you miss out on that a little I got, bit? I, like, got fo- I got snow FOMO. Like, you know, like you, you, don't, you don't get to do snowball fights and, like, cool cool stuff I we mean, did. Like, we built igloos we just, and stuff. We just replace it with mud. And then we go mud with riding. With mud? Yeah. Jesus Christ. See, that, <laughs> that go, I can't do. We just get our four-wheelers <laughs> and we just go fucking just ride in the mud. I'm not going to lie to you, okay? Tear up the field. Kyle's saying he wouldn't do it, but I would definitely get on a four-wheeler and go with someone who knew what they were doing, and I would get muddy as hell. Let's not say no. Well, first of all, I prefer a a dirt bike over a four-wheeler because I think we've had this conversation, or I had it with somebody. When you're off-road, two wheels are so much safer than four. I don't care what anybody says because you have more control, but I love dirt bike riding you know, quad bikes, whatever. Um, but if I, if I do not have to get every crevice on my body covered in mud, I'm not going to. <laughs> I totally would. Oh, God. It ironically, it ironically, it, 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 once it's on, like getting it on you, you're like, ew, 
you know, but once it's on you and once you actually like clean it off of you too, you, you actually, it's, it's, you don't care what's once it's on you. It feels, it actually starts to feel good. But then once you clean it off of you, it actually makes your skin feel softer. Well, I was going to say, it's actually good for your skin. Yeah. They offer yeah. it at spas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, I would totally roll around in the mud. That sounds actually like, you know, because we, we just don't, I'm sure somewhere in New Jersey they do, because out west they may, they have more like, uh, what do you call it, like areas to do stuff like that. So they probably do. I would totally do it. Yeah. I mean that's what that's what that's our replacement for snow since we're deprived down here. So. so we get well, we get snow and mud. So I don't know. Just well, saying. <laughs> well, yeah. sorry. That yeah, was that was my. I want to brag, Chris, but we can. That was our flex on this episode, mine and Kyle's. We get it all, okay? We get mud and snow, and sometimes at the same time. Speaking of traveling earlier, have you guys, um, either of you guys been to Florida? Yeah, I love Florida. I just said. Oh, you did? Okay. I didn't hear that part. I haven't been to any of the Dakotas, and I have zero interest to go. (laughs) Dakota. Now, I'm going to Florida in November. going to Destin. So, oh, Destin is amazing, dude. The I, beaches, they got that white sand. I've, I've only driven through Florida. I've never been to it, been in it yet, but definitely can't. I'm looking forward to that because well, I want to do, I want to do the jet skiing. Place. Yeah, I, I'm doing the jet skiing. I'm doing the parasailing. I'm doing all that shit. Anything, anything water-based that's semi-dangerous, I'm doing it. So. <laughs> yeah, Destin, Destin is beautiful. Um, I've never been there, but I've been to Miami uh, when I was too young to party there, which sucked. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> um, Key West. So uh, those are, if I went somewhere else there, I was just wasted. And I don't remember because I think at some point in the trip from Florida to the cruise ship, I don't even remember some of it. So um I don't know. I think where would what would be your favorite? What would be the one place you? Let's end this podcast on a nice note, and we can always pick up this topic next week. What would be your number one place to travel to that you haven't gone to already? So Kyle, you can't be like, I want to go back to Japan. It has to be somewhere else. I've already got a place. Two simple reasons. Okay, you that you you would just travel to, not live to, not live in, just to travel to to visit to see what it's like. Yeah, no, because if I lived there, I would end up dead. But Amsterdam, <laughs> because of hookers and drugs. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, it's part of the part of the deal, right? So yeah, but I mean, it out there. I know that, but I'm saying that that's <laughs> why you want to go. Why not? Like, it'd, be a, it'd be a once-in-a-lifetime experience. So you're saying you go there for a week. Go to the red you're, light district and be fucked saying, up for seven straight get, days. And you're going to get fucked up and do whatever <laughs> crosses your path. As long as I don't end up in, in a hostel <laughs> like the movies and, and wake up in somebody's freezer, then I'm, I'm fine. Nah, that was the best answer I've heard so far in my life. Yeah, <laughs> I really good, good luck topping that, Chris. Good luck. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna mute and then drop my microphone. Definitely. Well, it's not funny. Much, I was dead much, serious. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think if I had to pick a place that I haven't been to yet that I want to go to, it's definitely Australia. Okay. I'd, do you want to see you kangaroos? Know, because that'd I'm be just cool. an I'm just an animal guy. Just and Australia just looks beautiful, and I just want to I just want to go and see all the kangaroos. Not for real. You want like is that really why you like the kangaroos? Not specifically the kangaroos. No, I just want to go. Okay. <laughs> it's just a place that I look. That just something on my bucket list. So that that would be okay. So Amsterdam is a is a me trip. That's a Kyle trip. Um, Australia would be a family trip for sure. Okay. More family oriented than the drugs and hookers, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag red light district. <laughs> I could, I can't, I can't choose. Mine are not the way of your guys's. <laughs> so you dish it, but you can't take it. Come on. Um, pick something. I couldn't hookers and drugs. choose. I, I want more of... You always say New Orleans. Oh, I'd like to visit there, but it's not like... No. So, Bora Bora, right? Because you get... You literally get, like, um, a cabana in the water that oh, you yeah, sleep in. sweet. It's sick. Like, you could just, ju- like, walk out and jump into the ocean. Um I might be wrong, but I think that's where Kim Kardashian lost her diamond earring. Uh, and and or Dubai. Because, okay. I mean, it's just, it's something completely different. I'm afraid of flying. That's a long flight. Mm-hmm. But I might be able to make it sedated and... If I'm going to travel to the Middle East, I think that's the one place I would go to. Yeah, I, I was sedated to Japan. It's <laughs> totally worth it. There I definitely no want to go to uh, Tokyo, to the Tokyo Dome, and see mm-hmm. a Wrestle Kingdom for myself one day. Okay, that's pretty good goals. <laughs> for sure. But we can always pick up more on that topic. Um Next week, if you guys want sure. to dive deeper into why we want to go to these certain places, besides Kyle, because now like we know 100% why. Kyle, you guys are going to have to put together something pretty legit to top that. <laughs> Kyle wants to stop living for a week and just be like. <laughs> he wants to truly live for a week. Yeah. No. You know, there's got to be like a red light district challenge where like I go through and I end up with like a free T-shirt or something. You know what I mean? Like it needs to be documented. Oh, it'll be documented. Happen. It'll be the first time I ever used the term vlog. Okay. So you're gonna vlog it. I'll vlog the shit out of it. All right. So. POV. (laughs) Just put GoPros all over you. Just all over. Yeah. This needs to happen now. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, so I have two dream trips. There, there's the Kyle trip and then the family trip. Well, I mean, but get the Kyle trip out of the way first. <laughs> oh, I'm trying. <laughs> I don't know. He might want to do the family trip first before he before, before I lose he it all. <laughs> risk his life, yeah. Before he loses family going there, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, on that note. 
um, I think we'll leave off with everything we just talked about in Kyle's crazy adventure. He will go on before before 2022. Let's do it. That's when my mixtape's coming out, too. So. And we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. So hope everyone tunes in for episode six next week. See you then. See you. Bye.